When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are live. What is going on? I'm in the front of my house right now. I usually like to be outside doing the live stream in the backyard. It's kind of peaceful. But there was a guy mowing my neighbor's lawn in the back. And literally three minutes before I went live, my brother rolled up. He mows the lawn on the other side of the house, on my front yard. I thought it was going to be quieter out here, but of course it's not. And he only mows it maybe once a week. And the last time he mowed it, I was trying to do the intro to that 21 prepositions thing for my with my car so it's going to be a little loud for a second i'm sorry but he said it'll take about seven minutes so maybe we can go over and uh talk to him for a bit he'll love that no he won't love that but what is going on welcome everybody and nico is here mega is here talking with her for a little bit naima is here welcome ibrahim welcome Uh oh and then there is some Arabic script, I think, that I'm not familiar with. So welcome. You might be new, maybe? I'm trying to, I'm trying to go Google Translate to see what they say. I'll try to get your name correct. If we can, uh, I want to get it right. As my brother is, is coming by on his riding lawnmower. Oh, it translates to the, it is Arabic. The geniuses of modern. I will just call you genius then. Welcome genius. How are you? Welcome. Jamie is here. Welcome. Maybe you can hear Ben mowing the lawn. Wilson is here from Ecuador, right? I just saw your message on Hello Talk. Thanks for joining. Gleb's here. Haz is here. Rod from Brazil, what's going on? Mateo, how are you? Sergey, welcome, welcome. Uh oh, Haz, I'm probably saying your name wrong. Sorry. Hizaba, 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 maybe? As he gets to the front of the house, it might be a little bit noisier, but I, I promise he won't be here for long. I'll have to use my teaching voice, the teaching voice that I use with my students when they're in trouble. Hopefully I don't have to use my dad voice. My dad voice is the loudest, and that's when my children are in trouble. That's a loud voice. So welcome. I want to give a, wow, that's loud. I want to give a shout out to Daniel from Brazil. He added some Brazilian Portuguese subtitles to one of my videos. The video is um, 
Why do you hang that over my head? It's a, a recent video, but authentic Brazilian Portuguese subtitles have been added. You wanna watch him for a little bit since He's a pro. He's a professional. He knows how to mow the lawn. So Hamoud is here. Welcome. And Mary, long time no see. Welcome. I know um, some people have said their their lives, it is a little bit noisy. Their lives are busy. And so it's difficult to, I can go on the side of the house for a second. I just, I just won't be able to see everybody's questions. He should be gone though in a little bit. Uh, so big shout out to Daniel. And I know some people have said lives are getting busy. The Corona, whoa, what is this? Where is it? Uh, dollar. Somebody lost a dollar. I bet it was my son. I'm sure it was my son. He went for ice cream last night and then Jamie asked him to lug some heavy bags, some 40 pound bags. And I think, yeah, shh, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell anybody. My money to keep, Naima. My money to keep. Hey, uh, busy lives though, I, that's what I was talking about. Uh, oh, somebody said something about the trash. I meant to talk about that. I can talk about that too. But yeah, lives are getting busier. I go live. I try to go almost every day. So some people have said, oh, sorry, I couldn't join you today. Ah, it's busy. Get here when you can, right? I'll be here. I always make it when it's convenient for me. I can't make it when it's convenient for you. So don't feel bad. Oh, he's in the back of the house now. Maybe he's done with the front. So I think, I didn't see it. Jamie was talking about responding to these trash bags. Let's talk about this right here. Yeah. Monster. Ah, now there's a leaf blower going on over there. That might be loud. Let's talk about recycling for a second. Again, my son, he does a lot of work for us. He loaded all of these cans and bottles into the back of our car. And in Maine, the top of that, I don't know if you can see it. Um, we buy a bottle or a can from the store. Let's say this costs a dollar. It doesn't, it costs a little more than that. But let's say it costs a dollar. And let's forget about tax for a second. Let's say it costs a dollar. They are going to add five cents to this can. So it's going to cost me a dollar five or a dollar five cents. And what I do is I, I drink it and then I keep this, I recycle it, I keep it, and then I bring it to what's called a bottle redemption center. Bottle redemption center. And then they give me my five cents back. But because of the coronavirus, those places were closed down for a while. So we have a lot of bottles that we need to get rid of. 
Ace, my son, loaded all of the bottles and cans into the back of our car. Jamie went to take them back. The line was super long because everybody is trying to take their bottles back. Bottles and cans, bottles and cans. So, um, yeah, hope that helps. We have recycling here. So, and the reason we have that is because people would just like toss it out of their car. They didn't care. It would make a real mess. So either way, maybe they toss it out of their car, but somebody who needs the money is going to come by and pick that bottle up or can. Uh, wine bottles, 15 cents deposit. Cans and bottles in this state, five cents. In other states, it's a little different. But welcome, I hope, oh, he's done. He's getting done. He's packing up. He's ready to go home. Thanks guys for ruining my live stream. I appreciate it. Just kidding. What's that? Are those right there? Oh yeah, I think so. Did you want to say hi, Ben? My brother in the distance. That's it. <laughs> Mike, did you want to say hi? <laughs> Mike is Mike is from Canada. Mike is from Canada. So we have an international unit here. See you guys. Loud truck. All right. That's my brother, Ben. His friend, Mike. Canada. Nice. They're going to do another lawn. So over there, it's going to be loud. And here's the can. And I apparently... He found my daughter's glasses. She hasn't probably worn these in five years. Ooh, and I have a can holder. Put it right in there. All right, so I had to, uh, I had to improvise for a second because of the loud noises, but hopefully you got a short little lesson on bottle and can recycling in the United States. All right, so um, let's get to what you guys are actually here for, and that is me answering some questions, hopefully helping you out with your English. Ah, Rod. I don't know if this is first, but this is the first one I see. All right, here we go. What is the difference between condo and an apartment? That's a really good question. They are basically the same spaces. That's, that's him in the distance. Hopefully you can't hear him. I can hear him though. Uh, so maybe you can too. So the difference, condo and an apartment. So I live in a house. My neighbors are a little further away. Probably most people know what an apartment is. It's one building with many different families living there. How a condo is different is that People who live in an apartment rent. So each month they pay a landlord. We call that person. They, we pay, they pay a landlord. A condo means they own it themselves. So they actually live in an apartment, but they're not paying rent to anybody. They may be paying the bank money because they took out a loan, but they own that apartment. That's the difference between an apartment and a condo. 
good question. Look at that, Hamoud. Share with your friends. That would be great. Thank you so much, Hamoud. Thank you so much. Asma, how are you? Oh my gosh. So Genius would like to talk about nuances. Nuances. That's, it's a really hard word to describe without using other hard words, but especially the nuances of language. It, there are these little things that are hard to define. Um, connotation is another big word. But when you use a word, there's often a nuance to it. So sometimes it has to do with the tone. Subtle is a word I like to use with nuance. So nuance is tiny little differences that are almost very hard to describe. And language has a lot of nuances, depending on your tone, the way you say it depending on how you use it. Let's take a word like exaggerate, for instance. Exaggerate means to like stretch the truth, exaggerate. Sometimes that's a good thing. If you're telling a story, writing a book, you want to exaggerate. But sometimes if you use it towards a person and you say, why are you exaggerating? So you have a bit of tone there and it actually could mean lying. So some of those nuances of language are so tough. Zobeda, Zoe, what is going on? Nothing for me is going on. My neighbors are all outside. My neighbor has their dog out. Um, their dog's name is Remy. And one of our neighbors gave us some cupcakes in our mailbox. They stuck some cupcakes right there in our, in our mailbox right there. We don't know who it was. I don't, it could either be Lynn or Aaron. And I'm not sure which. Lynn and Aaron. So some good American names. It seems that a lot of people, because of the coronavirus, are now working from home. So as a teacher in the summer, we're almost officially on summer vacation. Uh, most of my neighbors weren't home. The neighbor across the street is a teacher. She's a counselor. So she was often home. But now it seems like a lot more of my neighbors are home because they are able to work from home. Daniel, what is going on? I don't think you were here. I gave you a shout out for putting those Brazilian Portuguese subtitles on there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Rod, so nice, so nice, so supportive. So many of you are so supportive. It's, it's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I just copied, right? Did I? Yeah, I just copied what Rod said. So if you take a look at that, he used a word, niche or niche. There are two pronunciations for that word. They both mean the same thing. It's that little groove, that little groove 
Sometimes people say, you need to find your niche. You need to find your niche, that little thing that you're really good at. I would like to think my niche is teaching English, hopefully. Daniel, Daniel. It's a good question about the vowels. I thought about putting in Y because yes, sometimes Y is a vowel, but the ones that I was thinking of, like the words, like if we say a yellow car, we wouldn't say an yellow car. So I didn't want to confuse anybody with the vowels. As far as I know, when a word starts with Y, we say A. So that's why I didn't include it. Great question though, great question. Mary, I don't know about accent bias. I don't know about that. Um, I don't even dare guess. Hello. I don't even dare guess. Um, the only thing I can think of with bias uh, we would say that there is like a preference. Like if you have a bias over one of your children, I have two children, and if I had a bias towards one of them, that might mean I like them more than the other. Bias could mean I, I dislike one of them also. Uh, so an accent bias, I don't know what that would mean. In unless like a British accent, if someone was trying to get a job in the US and they were from out of the country, maybe people would gravitate, businesses would gravitate or go more towards someone with a British accent than a, you know, a foreign language accent. That's the only thing I can think of just because that accent would let the people know that they are a native English speaker. Not sure, not sure. I hope that helps. Ah, uh, Ibrahim. Thank you, I try. Oh, good. Said it's like watching a TV show. Good, I try sometimes. And if, um, sometimes if I act a little goofy, hopefully that will help. Thank you, Ibrahim. Thank you. You guys wanna see the dog there? Remy, he's, uh, he's right over there. Remy and our dirty garage. So I, I don't care, I don't care. Hello, I don't care about the dirty garage. I think that Jamie does, but mm. yes, Daniel. Yes, if the Y comes at the end of the word, often mm, I don't wanna get too much into the vowels and consonants thing. But sometimes Y is a vowel simply because in English, every time there is a vowel, there's often another syllable. So that Y is sometimes a placeholder for another syllable, like lucky. Two syllables ends with a Y. That's, that's a vowel there. All right.
if I happen, uh, oh, I'm glad Rafael is here. I've been saying his name the wrong way, but Rod helped me. And if I say it wrong, thank you for the beard there. Eh? Jamie doesn't like the beard much, but if I say your name the wrong way, it's not because Rod is a bad teacher. It's because I'm a bad student, but the R in Brazilian Portuguese, I believe is more like Rafael, not Rafael, but Rafael, Rafael, maybe Rod, maybe. I hope Rafael, it's, it's more like that than how I have been saying it. And I, I watched an easy Portuguese video. I think I mentioned that episode one and the host was Rafael. That's better. I know that's better. I could probably do more work though. All right. Uh, somebody, it's a cart before the horse. Cart before the horse, I saw that. Um, Henry is wondering, do we use to put the cart before the horse? Yes, we sometimes use that. And if you are a fan of The Office, Michael Scott does this all the time. If you remember when he was dating the real estate agent, the one who sold him his condo, Michael Scott bought a condo, on the seventh date, I think he proposed to her. He asked her to marry him. Super awkward, super cringy. And that was putting the cart before the horse. Of course, the horse should come first because it needs to pull the cart. It doesn't make sense if you put the cart in front of the horse. So oftentimes when you do something too early, we will say you put the cart before the horse. And of course, Michael Scott did that. Uh, Zobeda is wondering, can immigrants buy a place in the United States? Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's um, difficult when you come from another country to have a job and all of that. But eventually, and I use that term eventually in a mini lesson that will probably come out tomorrow. Eventually, meaning it will take time, but it should happen. So absolutely, immigrants can buy houses, can buy condos here in the US for sure. Naima is wondering, can we say to resume our previous life next week? Yeah, we could. And it's a, a good time to say that because maybe before the coronavirus, you had something going on. Maybe you were going to work every day. And maybe next week, you'll actually be able to go back to work. So then you can say next week, I'm going to resume my previous life, meaning the life I once had. Remember pre, just for anybody who doesn't know, means before. So previous, the life you had before the coronavirus, maybe, something like that. Ah, Gleb is wondering, 
to kick off. Absolutely. We do use that, meaning to begin. So maybe there is a birthday party celebration. Maybe somebody is coming over to your house to celebrate a birthday. To kick it off, you might open some gifts to start it. Usually to kick it off, you would welcome them into your house. But usually to, to kick off something, it's a big start. Um, let's say there was a race, a lot of runners waiting to start. To kick it off, they might shoot a pistol into the air. Now there are no real bullets in the United States when you fire that starting gun. It's called the starting gun. That could be a, a good way to kick off a, a race. Hope that helps. Oh, Anna Lang, how are you? Welcome. <coughs> Excuse me. If this is your first time here, don't forget to subscribe. I will be going live tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday, I believe. I'll get those links out as quickly as I can. So what does it mean to set you off in a wrong direction? It doesn't have to be literally. That doesn't mean you're driving west and you take a wrong turn and now you're going east when you should be going west. It can, but maybe we can talk about somebody's life going in the wrong direction. Maybe they start drinking alcohol too much or maybe they start taking drugs those substances could set their life off in the wrong direction probably a downhill direction so when something is going badly we often say it's going downhill but also when something is a struggle or something is hard we sometimes say it's an uphill struggle Ah, uh, yes, Naima, thank you for helping out Eduardo. My channel is so small that I don't need a form. I can see most of the questions in the chat. If I miss your question by mistake, please just ask it again. If I can't answer it, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Uh, so Henry is wondering for what it's worth. What does that mean? For what it's worth. It's often said when you're giving your opinion. It's like, basically, this is what I think. So let's talk about that person whose life is going in the wrong direction. They might be a friend of yours. So you could say to them, for what it's worth, I really think you should try to stop drinking for what it's worth, in my opinion. It might not be worth anything to you, but for what it's worth, I think you could use some help for what it's worth. I hope that helps. Mary, you're welcome. She says thank you. Okay, so what does novelty and newness mean? 
All right, so mm, mm. novelty is a noun. So it's often a thing. And yes, it's something that's new. So maybe you have bought a new car. And for the first few weeks of driving it, it's a novelty. It's new to you. And so it has a certain amount of newness to it. Something that is new. So newness often means it's, it's a good thing because it's new. And so does novelty. Um, yeah, I hope that helps. If you need more explanation, just let me know. But sometimes we say the novelty has worn off, meaning it doesn't feel so new anymore. That good feeling, it's kind of gone. I know at the beginning of every new school year, there's a certain novelty to it. It feels fresh. It feels good to be back in school. But after a couple of weeks, the novelty is worn off and it feels like work. Sometimes. I'll tell you, the month of March, that's really when the school year feels long. March. Uh, let's see. British people be like, it's Tuesday? Oh, it's Tuesday today. It's Tuesday. Yeah, there is um, that actor, Michael Caine. He often... Um, yeah, speaks like that. I can't think of any words, but... Oh, jolly good. It's Tuesday. Right, Tuesday. Thank you, sir. Cheerio. Cheerio. Ah, uh, Anna, I use this quite a bit. She's asking about breakdown. Breakdown. And sometimes we say... Unpack. That's a new word unpack to break down so there will be a video that comes out shortly where i break down the phrasal verb or the phrasal phrase to get over it to get over it so it's where you think about a suitcase and you have a lot of your things in there and when you get to the hotel you start putting things your clothes, your toothbrush, where they belong, you unpack it. So a lot of times when you break something down, you're also unpacking it. You're making it smaller so that people can understand. You're dividing it up. I hope that helps. Oh, Anna, what does, oh, putters out. How we do use that, putters out. I just got an alert that I'm live a half an hour. Oh, maybe that's for the, no, never mind. That's the notification that the new office video is coming out in a half an hour. Uh oh, the dog may start barking. The dog may start barking because there's a man walking his dog. And Remy wants to, oh may hear him start barking um putter oh yeah after this video at 11 um there's a a premiere of learning english with the office there's there's some talk about sex in it had to had to and i, I do mention we because he's 14 
but I think that episode might be PG-13. I mentioned that. In the United States, we have a rating system where um, if something is PG-13, that means children under 13 probably shouldn't watch it. There's one part where Michael says, I noticed you checking out Jan's candles. And cans, sometimes they talk about part of a woman, two things on a woman's body. Uh, putters out, right? Is that what we were talking about? Putters out? We already talked about Tuesday. Yeah, putters out means that it was really strong at one time, but now it's starting to putter out. So maybe when you started learning English, you had this great desire. You had this great enthusiasm. And maybe after a couple of weeks, started to putter out. You didn't feel as strongly about that anymore. But none of you, because you're watching this, all of you must be really enthusiastic about learning English or you wouldn't be watching. Putters out. I hope that helps. Miho, welcome, welcome. Raphael, Raphael. Ah, I'll try to get it right. I will keep practicing Raphael. Raphael? I'll tell you, Portuguese is super, super tough. Super tough. The way your mouth has to work for Portuguese, it's, it's unlike English. And maybe just because I'm so used to Italian, it just seems so different. Rafael, Rafael. Yeah, I'll keep practicing. Um, Henry, you're using shant. I'll tell you, we don't use that very often. Just, we don't use that very often, shant. It's like the past tense of maybe shall not. I shan't go there again. Maybe the Brits use it. I don't think they use it in Canada, but we shan't. I don't know if Jamie is still watching, but have you ever used shan't in your life? My grandmother might have used shan't, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't know if a young, if many young people would know. Spot. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Kick off Big Jub. Jump the gun. Jump the gun. Asma, I'm not sure what Big Jub means. <laughs> ah, Rafael. Rafael, what's the difference between come in and come on in? Yeah, not much. Not much. So if you are welcoming someone into your house, you could say come in. But maybe with a little more enthusiasm, you might say, ah, come on in. Come on in. But there's no real difference there. The WWE? What is this guy doing? Spot. I'm an American. Is he spamming? Spoiler alert. Is he spam? Is he spamming? I don't know. But I think he's talking about the Stone Cold Stunner and the WWE. I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
So Dennis from Germany, welcome. What's uh, more common in America? Uh, home office or work from home? I would say both. Both are really common. Yeah, we might, with this whole new coronavirus thing, though if most people were working in an office before, we would be more likely to say working from home. But the home office, they may have set up a home office. Maybe they had a spare room in their house and maybe they have set up a home office. I know my neighbor, she used to work in a hospital, in an office in a hospital. And because of the coronavirus, they asked her to work from home because she could do most of the work from there. And she had two children. They have both moved out. So she had a spare room, an extra room, and she set her office up in there. So she would call it her home office and she works from home in there. Crystal clear. Thank you, Henry. Anna, you are welcome. I need to stop. I need to stop smacking my lips. Sorry if that's annoying. Could I explain the term double dutch? That's difficult. Um, I don't know if but I can. Double dutch is often used in jump rope. Jump rope. When somebody, I don't know how to do it. But when some, you know, jump rope, like you have a rope and you're maybe two people are holding it on either end and people are jumping, or you could have your own jump rope. Double dutch is when you have two ropes and somehow that person knows how to jump with those two ropes. Um, Sometimes you might hear going Dutch, not double Dutch, but going Dutch on a date. <clears throat> you might hear something like that. And usually when the couple goes out, if it's a man and a woman, tradition says the man pays on the date. If they go out to eat in the United States, tradition, the man pays. But if they go Dutch, then the man will pay for his meal. The woman will pay for her meal. Of course, it could be two women on a date or two men on a date. But the tradition is man pays for the woman. Going Dutch, they pay for their own meals. Hope that helps. As I say, hope that helps. I read Daniel's comment. I hope that helps. Daniel, I hope it helps. I hope it helps. James, I see this. Maybe I missed some and I'll go back. But James, do most people in the United States live in houses? I don't know. It's probably 50-50. You know, 50% live in houses. 50% live in apartments. But of course... It depends on where. If you go to New York City, 
the vast majority, the vast majority live in apartments. But if you come to Maine, I would say the vast majority of us where I live probably live in houses. Here's a good word too, duplex. Have you heard of that for housing? A duplex, my brother lives in a duplex. On one side of the house, he lives with his family. And on the smaller side of the house, my mom lives. And sometimes you'll hear in-law. In-law apartment. And basically that's what my brother has. A smaller part of the house where the mother-in-law might live or the father-in-law or both. Hope that helps. Have to use my catchphrase, right? So I saw a spoiler alert. Why was my premiere lesson in Italian? What are you talking about? Was it? It was in Italian? Well, sometimes I add to try to find more viewers. Sometimes I will add titles and descriptions in Italian or um, I actually did one in Hungarian. I think the latest one was Hungarian because three or four people join this chat sometimes who speak Hungarian. But it should be in English though. The main one should be in English. It should be searchable in, I think I did Russian, Portuguese, Hungarian, and Italian. I don't know though, I don't know. And all I do is Google Translate. Even for the Italian, just so I wouldn't mess up, I would do Google Translate. But there are three videos that Erroni has put authentic Italian subtitles to. And those are some of my English field trip ones. And then Daniel, of course, Brazilian Portuguese for the, why do you keep hanging that over my head? Mini lesson. <laughs> so, uh, Zoe is saying that Phoebe once said, shan't. Interesting. That does sound like something Phoebe Buffet could get away with saying, shan't. She also sings Smelly Cat. So she is, we've talked about her. She is a little flaky sometimes. I shan't be long. I can see Phoebe, Phoebe saying that. Uh, Wilson, yeah, we, I've been meaning to do a video on this with contractions and sometimes, um, I'm not sure what you call them, but we always say like, instead of saying, I got to go to the store, I got to go to the store. Just, you know, we, and I think most languages do this as we just shorten things because we use it so often. We do contractions all the time. Wait, what? I don't know about this. 
Raphael is talking about a website. Oh, oh! I will, I will copy and paste that and put that down there. Yauglish, Yauglish. I will check that out. Thank you. Oh, Henry, I don't. What's that? Um, Big Bang Theory. Henry is talking about a catchphrase. From Sheldon, right? Big Bang Theory. I've heard that I would like that, but I I haven't watched it. If I could, I would, but I can't, so I shan't. Alright, alright. I'll check that out. Shan't. So I would just say that in normal conversation, Americans never hardly ever use shan't. I would say, I would say. Okay, uh, Miho is wondering, what does low key mean? I need to stop smacking my lips. Low key. You could talk about a birthday party and maybe you wanna keep it low key so it wouldn't have this big kickoff. Low key, maybe have just a couple friends over, no big bash. Sometimes we say that for a really big party, a big bash. I just saw Ibrahim said, do I know about Coffee Break Italian? Yeah, the guy is Scottish, actually. So he has one of those accents as a native speaker that can be a little tough for Americans. But yeah, Coffee Break Italian, Coffee Break Spanish, Coffee Break French. The mail truck is coming by. Oh, Typical American mail truck. One of my videos came out this week. Typical American post office. We visit the post office. Loud mail truck. Um, yeah, so low key. I think I was talking about low key. I hope that helps. Low key. Not a big deal. Not a huge celebration. Low key. Low key. Now I'm really noticing that I smack my lips. Um, Ibrahim is wondering, do you use this idiom in your daily life? Grasp all, lose all. Grasp, we don't. I don't know what that means. Grasp all, lose all. No. No, we don't. Sorry. But it probably means like if you hold on to, or if you try to hold on, to everything, then you lose a lot, I guess. But we don't use that. Oh, my mail is being delivered. And my neighbors, a lot of action on the street right now. A lot of action on the street. Oh, it looks like we might be getting a package. This is a big deal. It's a big, my microphone broke on my phone. So I had to order another one, but I don't think, um, hello. But I don't think it's my microphone. But yeah, we are getting we are getting a package. This is this is exciting. This is exciting. Oh, Zabeda Duplex. I don't know. Hello. Hey. I don't know. Maybe I should open that up. Do you want me? I can go over and open it. We can have an unboxing. My first ever unboxing on the channel. Just 
don't know what it is. But I won't waste your time with that. Um, I'm curious. I don't know. Duplex. Duplex? I don't know. Duplex. Duplex, we say. All right, so uh, Daniel has this lyrical bar. Okay, there's a pun in here. Um, let's talk about this. Cold world out there, kids. Grab your coats. A pun. It can be taken two ways. That's what we say in English. So literally, the rapper might be saying, oh, it's cold out there. Grab your coats. Literally. Yeah. Probably makes sense to most people. But if somebody is cold, it could also mean that there's no feeling, that people are mean. So I think that's what the rapper is saying. Cold world out there. So like maybe cruel. Cruel world out there. So I think that's what he's saying. Oh, Rafael. Yeah, um, I might be at work and the postal worker, the mail carrier, ooh, right there, would leave that box on my, nobody would take it. It would be super rare, especially in this neighborhood. Super rare. Uh, wait, somebody said stupid question. Who? James Yao. No, it's never a stupid question. Come on, come on. Um, I've worked with 13-year-olds for like 20 years. Eh, sometimes they have stupid questions, but I'm sure your question is not stupid. It's probably going to help somebody out too. So James, why do y'all say... What do y'all say? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, I work from home. Or I work at home. Oh, you know, some people might say that. We would know exactly what you meant. Um, you, you could say that. I'm working at home now. Yeah. Just a little difference with the prepositions. Both mean the same thing. So... If it makes more sense to you to say that I work at home now or, but see how I put that now. I work at home now. If you say I work from home for some weird reason, it just lets the native speaker know that you've been doing that all along. I work from home. You could say I work from home now, but yeah, prepositions are weird. I have done a couple videos on prepositions with place those are a little easier but i will do some more videos prepositions with um, not with place just everyday usage they can be difficult smacking my lips again is it later later welcome i don't recognize that name so welcome if this is your first question there's a lot of pressure on me I hope I can get it right. I hate it when there's somebody new in here. They ask a question and I can't answer it. They're like, this guy sucks. Pfft, delete. I'm never coming back. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. If I can get it, you should subscribe because I do this a lot. Hi, Brent. Why do you use use or why do you use do in an affirmative sentence? For example, I do agree. 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, let's, so let's break that down. Let's unpack that. I'll copy the last part again. So you can say, I agree with a statement. I agree. Or if you say, I do agree, that means you really agree. You are adding emphasis to that. If you say, I'm, you would have to change it to, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. If you want to use that. And I can see if you are in some sort of dialogue with somebody and you agree with them, yet they keep arguing. They don't understand that you are agreeing. You could say, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. I get it. I'm agreeing with you. I understand. So, or you might say, I, I do agree with you. I do agree with you, but it's almost like there's a but at the end when you say, I do agree. Um, Nikita, I might skip one. I'll go back. The term jamboree, jamboree. I was in a, yeah, I was a boy scout. I was a cub scout at one time and a jamboree with scouts is a big get together. But a jamboree just might be a fun party. Sometimes that term is used for a fun party. I almost think there might be music with a jamboree. So yeah, we use it sometimes. Oh. Fyong, Fyong says just some nice words. Hello, teacher. Wants everybody to be healthy and happy. Thank you so much. Um, let's see. Mega from India. Welcome. Mega, I need to thank you. Mega watches all of my old videos. And I know because she will ask questions about them. Well, what about this? And I try to answer every single question people have on the videos because who else are you going to ask? My channel is small enough that I can probably answer every comment that I see. I think I see most. So they pop right up on my phone. So thank you, Mega, for watching all of my videos, even my old ones, four months. I haven't been doing it too long, but four months, I hope, I hope they are good. So when do we celebrate Halloween? So that part is the easy part of that question. We celebrate it on October 31st. And I don't know all about the ancient traditions, the nomad traditions, but many cultures have a Halloween. I will definitely do a video on Halloween in October, but it often comes from when the harvest was done when all of the crops were ready in North America, it's usually in September, October, and it is often, back in the day, long time ago, it was to celebrate how everybody had crops to eat. Now, of course, that has been twisted now. It's not quite the same. In, in the United States, Halloween means little kids, get dressed up in costumes. They may dress up as a witch and they go around around to all the houses and get candy. 
That's what it means. Luke from Poland. How are you? How are you? See some questions there. We got about five, ten minutes. Judith, I'm curious. Do you support the Black Lives Matter protest? Of course. <coughs> of course. Uh, so many. And I think um, as a teacher, and my wife sees it too, we have students, immigrants, um, students who are white, students who are black, students who are Hispanic, Latino. And we know, we hear stories that life is harder for them every day, harder than if they were white. It's true. It's true. So yes, I firmly support the Black Lives Matter. It is such a complicated topic that uh, a lot of, you know, white, uh, not a lot, but uh, maybe some white people just don't understand. And there's something called white privilege. I truly believe that is real. Maybe I could do a whole live podcast, uh, live, live stream on what means to me. It's just my opinion, but I fully support uh, Black Lives Matter 100%, 100%. In fact, uh, my daughter, I hope she doesn't mind me. We'll take a little field trip. Take a little field trip. Um, you know, she's passionate about it as well. And uh, she wanted to do her part. So on her window, what's in that box, I wonder? Um, and my Jamie is trying to get the grass to grow here. But uh, she actually posted uh, right there. So she has on her window, Black Lives Matter. And some people will try to say, you know, no, Black Lives, no, it's All Lives Matter. Like, yeah, yeah, we know that All Lives Matter. But at this point, you know, we say black and brown people, black and brown people are not being treated every day as equally as white people. I, I don't see how people could not see that. So yeah, Judith, thank you for asking that question. I mean, I would love to do a live stream just on that topic in the United States, but I don't know if that's why you watch this channel. I think you watch it to learn English, but I would love to talk about that. Thank you for asking. Um, I'm gonna skip down. Sorry, I might miss some questions oh no oh no william is speaking italian or is typing in italian he says ciao a tutti buongiorno io sono lavorando in questo momento io voglio imparare l'inglese so he says uh hello everyone good day i'm working right now but i want to learn english so, grazie mille. Nicely done, nicely done. But I think you're not, William is not a native Italian speaker, I don't think. Um, uh, Nicholas is wondering, do we have racism in our school? Yes, we do. How do I handle it as a teacher? Well, interestingly enough, um, we actually have a police officer at my school. And so it goes right to him. He takes care of it. He goes right to the parents. Unfortunately, we have some parents who are racists. And when we say racist, it's not um, not the old days racist like, 
It's so subtle. There are nuances. Yeah, I could do a whole podcast on that. But Daniel, Daniel is wondering, I'd say I got these gaps in my English where they're going to be fulfilled when I spend time living in a country. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. If you are living and breathing the language every day, of course, those gaps will be filled in. Deekchant is wondering about, welcome, is wondering about the New England region. Yeah, I think I did a podcast on that when I only had a podcast about five months ago. So there is that on the podcast. Maybe I can send that link to you. But if you are interested in that, I would love to do a video. Maybe I did a video too. I think I might have about... There are six states in New England. And I would love to hear about the state that you live in, in India. Maybe we can can talk one day on um, a video chat or something. That would be interesting. Oh, but you said, I think D-Chance said that not quite comfortable talking um, on video. So, yeah, uh, we have six states in New England. Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts hard word to say, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. Of course, that is my favorite part of the United States. Oh, oh, William. Oh, he made a mistake. Uh, Maybe. Uh, I get mixed up with that tense. Stole. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I knew what you meant, though. I knew what you meant. All right, Daniel says he's got to get going. I actually have to get going, I think, right? Is that that video is premiering in like 30 seconds. So if I didn't get to your question, I'm sorry. We will do this again tomorrow. I had a ton of fun. I hope you had a ton of fun. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Daniel. He has to leave. Um, Orion, 88. I own, I own this house. I don't rent it. I own this house. Um, Judith, uh, when should I do that Black Lives Matter stream? I don't know. Let's talk. Let's talk soon. Let's do it soon. All right. I would like to do that. All right. Rafael. Rafael. Is that getting better? Hey, thank you guys for... Oh, Aroni. He must be... He must be working. I am going to... I'm going to link the video if anybody wants to join for the the premiere of learning english with the office and you don't have to like the office to learn english with it i go over many different things i just use the office the tv show as a vehicle as a way to bring up some topics So thank you so much for joining. Maybe I will see you over on that video. We have a chat. We'll talk. Thank you so much for joining. I will see you later. Hasta la vista.